Hello and welcome to the Mindful Belly Don't Eat Your Feelings podcast. I'm your host and health coach, Ellie Rome. So for any of you new to this podcast, I am a former chemical engineer with a background of chronic binge eating, sugar addiction, emotional eating, and food was my everything. I felt like I was constantly obsessed with food thoughts, with restriction thoughts, and it was possessive and it was life draining. That's not how I wanted to spend my days was just being caught constantly thinking about my weight or my food. What am I going to eat next? When am I going to get sugar next? How I need to withdraw and hold myself back. Like it was just constant. And so finding freedom from that, it was the biggest gift that I've been given and is what drives my purpose for this podcast, what drives my purpose for coaching and what made me quit my engineering job to become a coach. That was seven over seven years ago, maybe eight years ago. And it has been such a gift to watch people transform. And it's not through hyper restriction and shaming and trying to be more controlling of ourselves. It's actually the opposite, which seems really counterintuitive. And I think that's where I was so stuck. It was like, I just wanted to control more and I just need to do better. And that shame, that hyper control, that's what leads to the binge. That is the cycle. And because we can do that for a temporary period of time and then we, it falls apart. And so the answer is not more willpower. The answer is truthfully, if I could say it in two words, self-compassion self-compassion and learning that a lot of addiction is actually out of internalized self-hatred and judgment and shame of ourselves and not wanting to feel that. And so reaching for food, for comfort, for love, for a sense of love and security and safety and grounding, and it can serve so many things. And so it's learning the compassion within ourselves when we have a binge, not to look at like, I want to push this binge away or like, gosh, I hate myself for binging. It's Actually, how can I love myself through this and realize that this is a protection mechanism? There is a part of me that loves me so much that doesn't want me to feel pain or hurt. And so it is reaching for food for comfort. And there's something in me that is hurting that or that has just been so conditioned to use food for this that I love myself enough to to wake up, to ask for a different way of being and maybe I don't have those answers right now but just the willingness to ask for a different answer the answers will come and some a prayer I love and whether you're spiritual or not even just this can be an attention to the universe whatever you believe in but just please help me to see this differently whatever it is whether it's a situation a circumstance or or this condition binge eating of sugar addiction please help me to see this differently please open my eyes to a new way of being Please, you know, bring me the tools, the teachers, the lessons that I need to wake up out of this patterning. And I guarantee you the answers will come. You were brought to this podcast, so you were already shows your willingness and to just trust that the answers are here, that the light, there's a light at the end of this tunnel. And there's so much teaching and purpose within this. If I hadn't had the struggles with binge eating and sugar addiction, I don't know if that I'd ever gotten into meditation or breath work or become now a breath work teacher leading retreats. Like it sparked me on this massive path. I might still be an engineer. And not that there's anything wrong with that, but to have, that it opened so many doorways when I started going through this process and really commit to myself to healing and learning all about nutrition and being able to help people. And I think that's one of the reasons we're brought to this earth to, you know, our mess is our message. I love that. If you've ever heard that before, our mess is our message. We become teachers to help other people through our own pain. And that's how we build connection. And there's just so many blessings within when it can feel so dark 
to connect to that. There is a way out and you that to liberating yourself is going to liberate other people. But it starts with willingness. And the reason for this episode, I just went on a long rant. I hope that was inspirational. Um, the reason for this episode is to share with you the power of presence and practicing that. And I think one big thing when it comes to binge eating or sugar addiction or any of these really destructive eating patterns is feeling so caught in the pattern and realizing and trying to be so perfect. Oh, I had a slip, so therefore the day's ruined. That all or none mentality really, that in itself is an addiction. And when I say addiction, a, a habitual thinking pattern that is so programmed that it's happening automatically and it's destructive. And so even taking the the real shame out of it being an addiction of looking at it as like, this is data. This is a habit pattern that I have just been reliving and programming. And the way out of that is consciousness, meaning becoming aware, aware that this pattern is here, not pushing it away. It's, oh, there it is again. So for an example, if you are somebody who has a pattern where you maybe have a slip and you eat something that you wish you wouldn't have eaten and you're feeling kind of crummy about it. Not even just kind of crummy, but the guilt is starting. And you can start noticing that guilt. Oh, here it is again. And when you get into that place, you're in the witness consciousness. You're in the observer position. I'm not sucked into this shame and guilt and I'm going to play out this pattern. I'm aware that this guilt is present. And I have a choice in the moment when I'm aware. I can continue to let this guilt play out and and uh, you know, shame stories and start just judging myself and then being like, screw it, the day's ruined, I want to numb from this. And instead of that, noticing, like that's the typical pattern. Okay, that's what's happened in the past. That's been the patterning. And that's all it is. It's just patterns. So I get to choose in this moment, what would be a new pattern that I'd rather choose? Do I want to just keep berating myself? And that's a part, that that part that berates ourselves, that's a protection part. And if you um, listen to the episodes on IFS, internal family systems, it's a younger part that just so badly wants you to be perfect in maybe so you didn't feel shame that maybe one time you felt you did something wrong that you were shamed for that. And there's a protector in you that doesn't want you to feel that shame. And it may have come on at five years old. It may be a five-year-old part of you that is so scared that it's going to mess up and get shamed or get in trouble. And so to be able to actually see that guilt and the one that criticizes and shames and not push them away and actually what do they need they need to be comforted and know that they're loved and they don't have to do that anymore oh we you don't you know we don't thank you for trying to help me and not you know that I to not feel shame but I'm okay in this moment and this is the practice of witness conscious becoming the higher self this is the muscle of flexing of coming back to our higher self our higher self we all have access to we all have a higher self you can think about this as, for some people, that may be God, maybe higher spirit, your soul. That can be just whatever, higher self, a place. In internal family systems, they talk about it as the place within you that is compassionate, is so curious and loving. And they give it the eight C's, which is like curious, compassionate, um, calm, confident. And I'm, I'll have to go back and look at the other four C's are escaping me right now. But... Um, but just I think about it as like the loving mother within myself, the loving mother energy of myself that I can mother my parts. I can mother myself when I'm in these shame spirals and guilt spirals. How would I treat a small child who was berating themselves over something that in retrospect, it's okay, that we're not going to die, 
but it feels like that in the moment of like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I just did that. I can't believe back I'm in this pattern. And it's how in those moments, instead of going into hyper restriction and shaming, how can we nurture ourselves? How can I be soft to myself in this moment? What do I actually need? I need to be comforted, not through food, through my own energy or finding comfort through what, what would you give a small child if they were really hurting? Love, love. And so that is the practice. The re and that's a muscle. In the moment when we get so caught back into the old patterning because it is just this momentum that is so used to being produced, that is just what is, that is just what is then carved out. And so it's so easily to just fall back and let those automatic thoughts, thoughts keep going or to let those parts, what in IFS they call it blending, when they just take over and we're no longer conscious. And so it's our practice noticing, knowing it's going to come and building that muscle repetition of coming back to self, the higher self love and saying, you know, what would my higher, what does my higher self do in this moment? I'm going to love myself. I'm going to drink some water. I'm going to go for a walk. I get to, this is a new moment. This is a new moment I can choose again. And the day is not ruined. This moment is new. I am new. The, the old patterning that's telling me that the day is ruined. Oh, there it is again. Great, I don't have to fall into that. And many of y'all, I might have heard shared on this podcast. I'm gonna pull it up because I love sharing it. I share it with every client because it's my favorite poem um, around addiction. And if you've heard this before, pretend that you've never heard it and let it fall on your ears like a like like new. And it's the poem from it is the poem from Portia Nelson. It's called Autobiography in Five Chapters. And I think it represents any addiction, any pattern that we fall into, that we get to wake back up to ourselves and how this, how breaking the addiction or breaking free from an old pattern works. Okay, autobiography in five short chapters. One, I walk down the street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I fall in, I'm lost, I'm helpless. It isn't my fault. It takes forever to find a way out. Two, I walk down the same street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I still don't see it. I've fallen again. I can't believe I'm still in the same place. It isn't my fault. It still takes a long time to get out. Chapter three. I walk down the same street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I see it is there. I still fall in. It's a habit. It is my fault. I know where I am. I get out immediately. Four. I walk down the same street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I walk around it. Chapter five, I walk down a different street. Oh, I love it so much because it, it represents the, the pattern of habit change, that it's not instantaneous. When we have a deeply ingrained pattern within ourselves, we've been conditioned that when we're stressed or we're emotional, that food is going to serve as a coping mechanism or it does serve as a coping mechanism. That is a deep conditioning to expect ourselves to instantly just break that and, and be a different version of ourselves is so much pressure and then we have a slip or something happens and then it's like, oh, I'm back to square one. But to realize you are not at square one, you are learning. You are learning a new way of being. And if you fall back in, what the quickest way to healing is just to forgive yourself, to be like, oh, I'm here again. But guess what? I'm growing because I'm noticing. Now I'm aware that I'm here again. I'm back in that hole and I can get out faster. Oh, I had a binge. Wow. I don't have to sit in, but I don't have to go sit in the shame and guilt spiral. 
I'm going to affirm myself with positive affirmations. I'm going to choose again in this moment because I'm awake. Oh, I fell asleep again. I had a meaning falling unconscious again. I fell back into the pattern. Oh, I'm awake now though. I'm choosing again. And guess what? The binges get further and further in between. They get more space in between the binges. They're lighter. They don't, you don't go as deep. You recognize maybe halfway through a binge. Oh, I, I don't even want to be doing this. And it's not, oh, but I already started. So I'm going to keep going. It's like, oh, I'm awake now. And you celebrate that. Oh, I'm aware. Heck yeah. I'm aware. When we are low energy and we're burnt out and we're sleepy and we're tired, it's so easy to fall asleep back into an old pattern. And it's not to shame yourself. It's that there's not, there, it takes energy to build a new pattern and way of being. So if you fall into an old pattern because your emotional state has been, you may be depleted, that's okay. Forgiveness, come back. What do I actually need? Oh, I need sleep. I need more energy so I can be more conscious. And it's so often this diet mentality and diet focus is focused on let me hyper-restrict and be more focused and I just need more willpower. And it's not looking at the underlying drivers of us falling asleep, which is burnout, which is lack of self-love, which is shame, which is guilt. It's also draining and keeps us stuck. And so the keys are self-compassion. Anything that we can do to help us be in a more compassionate, loving state is going to help us break free from these patterns. And that is what this episode today is about and things that help me connect with self-compassion is what is compassion in general? It's, it is like noticing the place within your heart. Maybe you have a hard time connecting to self-compassion. Well, to this, this last weekend, I went to a sound bath and I it was at this person's house that they have a retreat center and they have all these animals. And for me, puppies, <laughs> puppies and baby animals, like my heart is just open. And this little puppy which just cuddled with me for a whole hour during the sound bath in my heart, like how much I just had so much love for this puppy. And she'd wake up and like a fly would come and I would just coo her back to sleep. And that is the energy of just this mothering, loving compassion that I can extend to this puppy. Can I extend that to myself? And I start talking to myself like that. When I start feeling that beratement, it's okay. And I start, I even like stroke my arms. Sometimes I give myself little kisses. This may sound crazy, but this is relearning. How would you parent a small child? We all have little children within us, little five-year-old versions of ourselves, seven-year-old versions, 13-year-old versions that need love. And this is our opportunity to get to love ourselves. Maybe love that we didn't receive when we were little or that we needed. Maybe we did receive it sometimes, but it was very conditional. And so when we didn't get it, we looked for food for that comfort and that support. So it's, oh, I can give myself this now, but it's a practice. And other ways of self-compassion, yeah, just kindness to yourself, kind affirmations. Louise Hayes, one of my favorite teachers, and she teaches, she's like the queen of self-love. So you can look up some of her affirmations. And this is a practice though. And our reconditioning does not happen in a day. And it happens with daily practice, daily awareness, daily waking up. That's why I'm such a big proponent of meditation because you get to start really witnessing your patterns and sitting with yourself when it's so uncomfortable and your mind's going everywhere. This is the taming, retaming of the mind. That's why I'm such a huge proponent of breath work. And breath work is a, there's different kinds of breath work. You may have done yoga and maybe have done like pranayama breathing or things like breath of fire or things like slow counted breathing, and they're all beautiful. Um, somatic style breath work, though, is a deep repatterning. We release a lot of trauma 
that can create what in yoga philosophy, from my understanding, some skaras, which are deep rutted behaviors and these just deep ingrained habitual patterns within us. And breathwork can really start releasing a lot of the, the trauma that's keeping those stuck so we can create a new pattern. And if you are looking for breathwork or help with your meditation practice or help with these developing self-compassion, developing a new relationship with food, that is what I do as a coach. So if you want to work one-on-one, you can set up a session with me and Calendly, and we will get clear on your goals and see if we'd be a good fit to work together. And then if you are also just looking for a one-off breathwork session or you want a one-off consultation, you can also book that in Calendly. So it's calendly.com. I'll put the links in my show notes and we'll connect and we'll set something up. And if you have never tried somatic breathwork, I just can't emphasize it enough. It is so healing. It has changed my life. And yeah, definitely the willingness to try, try something new, break out of old patterning. So with that, regardless of all this coaching and breathwork today, setting an intention for yourself of maybe an affirmation that you can come back to whenever you may feel a very judgmental thought or you maybe have a slip and it's practicing of gentleness. So the affirmation that can be so helpful, I think today what feels called to me to share is I am gentle to myself. Today I'm gentle to myself. Today I'm gentle to myself. This can be around food. This can be around your job. Um, I'll give one more example and then I'll close the episode. Um, I speak a lot. So I, I lead a lot of events and I have a conditioning that after those events, here comes criticism. Here comes perfectionist Ellie who loves to pick apart things and imagine how other people are judging things. And this is like from a very young age, I think from, I was the youngest of four siblings. So got a lot of loving judgment and beratement from them and it was all innocent and it's all just the childhood and we all witnessed different or we all experienced different forms of that um as a general statement but for myself it's learning like I just realized I just realized it's this pattern every single time I get up to speak the aftermath me driving home or me being home all of a sudden my mind will just start replaying everything and there's there's benefits into some of it of being aware of like, hey, where could I have done better? But in a very constructive, loving way. And where this is not. This is the, the thoughts that come up are very, it's like this, I feel the shame in my belly and I'll feel, it's a fear, I think deeply an abandonment. Oh, I said something wrong so no one's gonna come back or like I offended this person. And it's just this chronic, like cycle, 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 cycle. And I have to, just like that dog, or like a baby, a, a little baby or a puppy, I have to soothe myself. It's okay. And I cheerlead myself. You did a great job. You got, hey, you got up there. You know, you got up there. You tried your best. You did great. I loved what you said about this. Yeah, maybe that part that that you don't feel like it was 100% or you could have prepared a little more. Awesome. You know that for next time. You're learning. That affirmation, you are learning, has been so helpful for me. Because I, it's this constant need to be perfect the first time. Even if it's the 10th time. It doesn't matter. I'm learning. I'm learning. Every day is new. Every day I'm learning. And it's not the same learning. Because we're new every day. So we're, we're brought into a different condition every day. So even though you may have done perfectly yesterday. And eaten really well. 
Did you have to navigate the same things? Did you have to, were you dealing with the same energies? A lot of my clients are mothers and it's like, y'all, you're holding so much and there's so much pressure to this perfection to show up perfectly. It's like, you are doing an amazing job. You are holding all these other people. You, a lot of them are also working and holding jobs and running businesses and it's like, you're incredible. Gentleness, gentleness to yourself celebrate yourself and I'm preaching this because I'm so hard on myself so it's just like this is such medicine for me to even speak but I just hope my hope for you today if you are listening to this episode gentleness loving on yourself and it just for 24 hours I'm gonna be kind to myself okay tomorrow I can be hard on myself again and be critical but just for today let me be gentle and just notice what happens within you so I love y'all so much. I'm so thankful for your listening this to this podcast. I'm so grateful to be back. I know I took a hiatus while all the retreats were running. And I am just so thankful. So with that, have the best day. <laughs>